everybody, this is EFP episode 41, The Change-Up. Now, the title doesn't really explain a lot, but let me just give you a little bit of my, my little brain thoughts behind this. It's those moments in a campaign when things are repetitive. So when you sit down and the group just doesn't seem into it and you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again, that is what this is about. This is about that time where you need to really think about how do I change the routine? How do I identify the problems and patterns that I have at the table? And what do I do to fix them? So get your paper, get a pencil, make two columns, because it's time to answer some uh, reflective questions on your current campaign. So here's our topics today. What is the same? Combat check. Camera change. Low X to high X. And then I'm going to give you a little GM advice on how I solve these myself. And we can go through it, break it down. And uh, by the end, we should give you three things that you can really dive into fix. And hopefully, hopefully get yourself out of that same old, same old stale rut. So what is the same? Well, this is a probably the beginning question you got to answer to fix this rut that you're in. Look around your table and step back. Step away from your emotional kind of connection to the group, to what you're running, to what you're doing. And try to identify what feels the same week in and week out. What feels stale? So here's some of the things I look for when I'm doing this. Um, for example, I like to sit back and go, man, um, does my setup feel the same? Like, do they show up? We all shoot the shit. And then I put stuff down on the table as we're getting ready to game and they're all waiting for me and they've already got their stuff down and I'm telling them to move it so we can put mine down. Maybe that's a problem. Has the story felt the same? Is it, is it the same one I've been running for 10 sessions? Has there been no change in it? <clears throat> Does it feel like I'm not giving them more than just the one story? Do I not have any little minor arcs? Or have I not looked at their background to involve it in the game, even though I asked them to write the fucking things? Do the mechanics feel old? I mean, if you're playing 5e, for example, or a simpler system, maybe the mechanics feel boring. You know, advantage and disadvantage isn't enough. Maybe it needs to be shook up. Maybe you need a third-party product to help give you something new. Maybe, and just maybe, everything feels the same. The whole game does. It feels like the last campaign we played. As a matter of fact, people are playing the same kind of characters, which means I didn't give them something they wanted. Maybe we started at first level again, and maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe our last campaign ended at six, and we really never go past six or eight. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's how I tell the story. Am I a GM that reads that blanket text in every dungeon and then waits for people to unlock every door? Do I need to be more cinematic? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe I'm too cinematic. Write these down and get ready to, you know, add and subtract. Look at the good and the bad, pros and cons. We'll go through those. For me, this was a recent problem. What felt the same for my group before we, you know, kind of quit and I started building something new uh, is that 
our game started and people were late or they showed up and they're on their phones. They weren't paying attention. The things that I was running into as a GM with a party of 10 years is they're on their electronic devices and not paying attention at the table. I mean, we could have just been running this game on Roll20 and I wouldn't have had to put pants on for the day. And it was depressing to see. Um, and we tried fixing it over numerous years. Our unfortunate hard shakeup was we needed to take a break. Maybe reboot later. Maybe just play a few people together and weave them in and out again till they, you know, they're really ready to game. Maybe they had something going on personally outside. Now, while they're friends, for me, I can talk to them. But for your game, maybe they're not. They're just people you play with. And instead, you, you need to make sure you're having fun. And that's the big one. Are you having fun? So let's move on to the next topic. And all these will come together at the end in my GM advice section for you. Combat check. I find most systems are designed and exist for combat. We play them and we use the engine they give us to judge, pass, and fail. But the problem is they don't really give us anything other than combat for most systems. Some indie games give you more, and obviously LARPs do, but we have combat in these because it's not something we can do in real life. Well, at least not legally, or I guess maybe if you're a martial artist. You know what? You can take your edge cases, but you don't get to do this normally, and we like the combat part of it to be able to, to fight monsters and beat villains and do things like that. But the problem is, is your combat boring? <laughs> is it stale? For example... And this can go either way, so get ready to write. Is your combat too in-depth? Is your combat taking three hours for a five-round combat? Or are you glazing over it? And it's really boring. Um, you know, hit and kill and move on because you only care about the story. Or you're just not wanting to run combat because of the time that it takes to put the work in to get monsters and NPCs ready. Are you using miniatures? A lot of them? Like, a lot? Like taking the time to paint them? Maybe getting them from your wargaming army and using them on the table? Or is everything theater of the mind for you and your group? Are you playing a little bit more of that have your character sheet and dice handy? Maybe some arbitrary maps are drawn, but it's all theater of the mind. Are you doing dungeon crawls every single week? I mean, dungeon crawls are great, but is that all people want to do? Or are you traveling constantly? And nothing but random encounters, like we're playing in the 80s again. That could be fun, but not all the time. Does your combat drive story? I mean, really, does it drive story? Like, does your combat and the things they are fighting captivate the, the tale you are trying to tell your players? Or the one that they are trying to tell for their characters? Or are they just, again, like before, fighting random encounters? Or do you have story hidden in your combat and... You're not telling them. I mean, if they can't learn it through checks or investigation, how in the fuck are they supposed to know what your story is for the combat? These are problems in combat that you may be having that make your game feel stale. Look at them, write them down, and uh, put them in the column if it's something you currently are doing or aren't doing. Kind of that pros, cons. Maybe I shouldn't say pros and cons. Probably makes more sense to actually, you know what, go up to the top, cross off pro and con and write yes I'm doing this and no I'm not because that'll give you an idea of what you're actually doing and with that said with that little change 
Let's move into the next topic. Camera change. We've all been in a scene that lasts way too long. Hell, you have probably, you know, ran a scene that has lasted way too long. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about scenes that linger. That just, you could have cut the camera to somebody else or something else and wrapped it up, you know, out of character with your players and moved on. So, for example, learn to star swipe. Maybe you're not doing that enough. Maybe you are letting the scene stay there till the players get bored with it. And you should be directing those a little bit or talking with your players, depending on your game, on how to end that scene. Like, hey, everybody, does this scene seem done? What's the final conclusion? And move on. Maybe switch the camera to a villain. Let them explain what they are doing or what's going on or talking to a henchman. And then pan the camera back and explain to them what's going on in that scene. And say, this is... What you hear an NPC talking about, they saw this earlier. Or, this is what your knowledge check gets you. This is what you think would be happening. Are you not doing that? Are you just only focused on the players during the game? And not giving them information in creative ways? And the camera is just on a person? Speaking of a camera being on a person, is your camera focused on one player too long, too much, and too fucking frequently? Are they your teacher's pet, so to speak? Because that's a problem. Other people need airtime too. Is frustration set in? I just ran a game with a group of people and we had a moment where the villain would not attack. And frustration set in for some people. And I was using it as a way to test the the not just the moral compass of the players, but if they would work as a group in this new game. And some people got frustrated. And I explained afterwards what it was and it made sense. But are you are you letting scenes lengthen and hang and become frustrating for the players because unless you're trying to set that tone it's not fun these are things that you should look at and write them down again we change those columns write them down in the yeah i'm doing it or no i'm not and maybe some of these things are things you should be doing a little more of like for example that player focus can be a good thing if you're transparent about it and you're not doing the same player every time let's move on to the next part here Low X to high X. All right, this is probably the toughest and most dramatic of the possible changes. And what I mean by low X to high X is, well, (laughs) shit like this. Your combat is low. There's not a lot of it. Your players want more. So ramp it up. Give them more of it. Your game is a low magical item setting. It's getting daunting and boring. So ramp up your magic. Give them more. Maybe the actual magic itself in your setting isn't enough. Or if it's sci-fi, the sci-fi aspect of technology is really low and you need more. Well, do your homework. Crank it up to 11. Maybe the RP is low. I don't have a lot of it. Maybe you run three or four sessions with barely any roleplay and your players are hankering to get into character. Run a full session of it. These are the things I'm talking about from low to high. That your knob might be set too far one way and not the other. So crank it up for a session. Let people enjoy it. Change of pace can bring excitement back to your game. And you have to give them warning before you do this. If you ever go from low to high or high to low on something, and you don't warn your players, you're going to get some bad feedback. But if you tell them, hey everybody, we've done combat a lot lately. I'm going to do a court session. Be ready. 
get your uh, skills ready, things that you could do during a court-based combat, if you're running Magic and Monsters, for example, or if it's sci-fi, hey, I'm going to tell you this next session is going to be on the ship, RP slice of life. Get a goal or two that you would like to talk about during this and let them know. And give them creative ways to use their skills. A fighter needs to be able to talk too. Make it worthwhile. Make sure that they can be involved in what they're doing matters. But that low to high dial is important. If your sessions start low every time with you guys talking about what happened that week, when they sit down, pull a sheet off of the top of a table that has terrain set up and combat and say, four days after the last time we play, you find yourself here. And start that combat immediately. Low to high. It's a good trick. Don't abuse it, though. <laughs> that shit doesn't work. Listen, I know what you're saying, Doc, but I don't feel well. I wake up in the middle of the night and look over and see myself laying in my bed while laying in the air next to it. Just yesterday, I was with a friend. We were out patrolling. We were working for a caravan for the Court of the Rose. And I swear, I did not have that weapon on me. All of a sudden, it appeared in my, my scabbard. I thought I left it next to the sharpening stone. And then we camped that night. And I was sleeping, and the guy who was on watch, I woke up and he was paralyzed, and I felt something crawling on my back. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, now I haven't casted much, but my eye does feel different. Look at it. No. Is it really? What is it then? A displacer beast? I I'm turning into a displacer. Placer beast? I don't know, Doc, if that's true. I feel fine. What do you mean? Hey everybody, Magic and Monsters Marks of Men is my new micro setting. It's been out for over a year now, going on I think 60 pages. And the concept here is starting at a little higher level, with a lot more magic. And just the idea of embracing the magic that D&D can be. I love the idea of putting out these settings with just enough information for you and your group to run and play and have fun. And you're supposed to canonize as you play. If you're not familiar with that term, the concept is if the group goes, yeah, that's right, you write it down on a piece of paper and it is now canon for the rest of your setting. If you start a new one, then you could wash it and redo or keep the ones you like. But it makes things important, and it makes your setting different from the guy to your left running it. I hope you enjoy it. Check out Eric Frankhouse Presents on Patreon, and uh, think about becoming a backer. I hope you enjoy it, and if you have any questions, you can find me anywhere on social media. So, you have your list. The things you do a lot, things you don't do, your pros, your cons, so to speak. Let's get some GM advice. So, going over the list, circle three of the top problems you feel that your game has and how it is making it stale. Circle those. 
Pick one, highlight that in your next session. Let me give you an example of that. So I have been having problems with um, uh, running my games and keeping combat in in the, the foreground. I love role-playing, and combat feels like work to me. Because of that, I will let role-play go so I don't have to run combat as often. But I know my players love it, and that means I should be doing it. And I enjoy it too, it's just the prep part that sucks. So what I've done is I started printing monsters. So I have them there and I can write on them. And I use post-it notes if I'm using a monster manual. And I write on post-it notes and put it in the book. So if I ever go back to using them again, they're just stuck in there. Or if you have a spare monster manual, like I do, write in that thing. Just write all over it. But I know that I need more combat in my games. And I like to run my combat out so they don't take more than an hour. I really like them to be shorter than that. Um, but an hour's good. It's a nice sweet spot. Everyone gets three to five turns and you're in and out and it's, it feels epic. So I personally made sure that I started this new campaign off with combat right off the bat. And then the next session, I set us up for combat as well. But I changed how it was done. And that was that situation where I said people got frustrated. But the frustration came from a monster who did not attack them first. Because that's what villains do usually. And I, I didn't want that. And that, that frustration ended up being a great key point. So pick one of those. And your next session, change it. And if it's one of those low X to high X, warn your players. Hey everybody, I know what we played last time. We're going to take a monthly downtime in-game. And then put some stuff up down, what they're doing for their downtime. Mechanically, or if you've watched Coville's new side missions. I've been doing that since I was a kid. I still do it. I'm doing that with someone who's going to be missing in the group coming up. Do your side missions and then jump into the session with that, you know, dial crank to high if that's what you're doing on whatever the topic or problem you just circled is. Plus, there's some other things you can do. You can always ask your players what feels stale. Problem with it is sometimes players aren't honest and they don't give you honest feedback. So just ask, hey, do you guys want some more combat? Do you feel like we've been lacking? Or do you want more role playing? Those two things you just wrote down. You have that list. Ask them, and then circle the one they want in a different color, and run that shit. That's my advice to you when your game's getting stale. The other thing you can do when your game's getting stale, and this is huge to me, maybe have them play the NPCs for the first half of the session. Give them note cards with the monsters on it if, for example, a town is getting raided. But have them play those monsters and say, hey, right now you are playing the monsters raiding the city. Here are the stat blocks for them. Your goal is to burn these core five buildings down. Here's what you have to do so. Give them ogres to play. Give them something that they don't usually get to play. And then pan back, cut that camera, and say, the NPC you're talking to just told you this story of what happened. They witnessed it all before they fled. They made it here on a horse, not wounded, but they need help. And that lets you let them play something they normally don't get to play, and they give the players a chance to come in, and they know everything that happened. They heard it from the NPC. They can do their tracking and learn some stuff, and play it up to the point to where those NPCs, when you take them back over, still have a moment to do things. You can do that with anything. Have them play monsters, actual NPCs, whatever, but gives them a point of view they normally don't get. I've had players play an entire opposition for three sessions, with pre-gens, and then say, all right, everybody, make your characters. You just played what you're up against for this first story arc. That's the change-up. That's that thing you need to take that staleness away. And I've talked about things in other episodes you can probably use. 
But another key thing I think people miss is using environments. When you mention something in your description for an area they are in, for example, you walk into the room, the chandeliers hang low, damaged, candles barely lit, curtains drape over the windows, blocking the lightning from outside. But when it flickers, you see the table, the suits of armor, the great swords scattered along the outside perimeter of this dining room. When the lightning strikes again, the window up top, the small circle one, you see a bird just sitting in it. When it flickers again, he's gone. And there's a man standing on the balcony. The balcony is broken. The man is in a robe. There's a cape. It flickers again. The guy is gone. What do you do? Now, you just gave them a bunch of things to grab and use in the environment. From swords and armor and shields and chandeliers and broken rails. They have an idea what they're in for. And when they say they want to use something, don't say no. Say yes. Environmental stuff can be huge for your players and for the NPCs. That game I talked about with the character who would not attack first, he stole some books. And when he finally fought those people, he knew it was five on one. So he got them out to this huge crevasse. And that crevasse is made by two gods that originally fought and cut through a mountainside. The mountain's grown over over the years. But he has the ability to do knockback. And he was hitting people with the books and knocking them off the cliff. Because he knew it was the only way he would survive. These are the things as a GM, the environmental stuff that can shake up your combat. It can shake up how you run things. Try it. Get those circles ready. Try something new every session. All right, everybody. Uh, that is it for me on EFP this week. Uh, I'm trying to do every other week. Um, I really want to get back to weekly. I've been sick, so kind of saving my voice up here. And with the holidays coming, I have some special stuff I want to do as well. So in closing, sometimes we just need to reflect and make changes to our game. Not restart, just change it up. Wipe off the dirt, take out the stale, and change the state of your game. Remember, you can and, and you should Look at your players, look at your game, and reflect once in a while. Make sure you're doing the right thing. Make sure you're having fun. Make sure your players are having fun. Change it up. Start early one week. Don't tell them why. Maybe it's a big combat. So I hope this advice helps you. And, and remember, everybody, I love doing these podcasts. I do them for myself, but I do them for you as well. And you can call into the show using Anchor. Call in. I will answer your questions. Or if I don't have an answer, we'll find the solution together. And... Like in the bumper I just did for Eric Frankhouse Presents, share the podcast. Check out my Patreon at Eric Frankhouse Presents on Patreon.com. And maybe think about supporting. I have one slot open for our monthly game that I'm running, running Pathfinder 2. And overall, in everything, everybody watch, listen, learn, be a better gamer. Till next time, everybody. <laughs>